Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction. And today, spiritual reading, the importance of that, and what we can learn from reading the words of everything from sacred scripture and the lives of the saints to our 21st century authors and writers, all of them calling us to more, challenging us, motivating us, inspiring us to lead the life God is calling us to. So what are you reading uh, today? What are you reading right now? And how's that helping you live your faith in the way God is calling you to do that? Well, we're going to talk about all of that today here to help us on the journey back with us once again, our spiritual director, Father Joseph Ilo. Father Joseph is a priest in the Archdiocese of San Francisco, pastor at Star of the Sea Catholic Church in the Bay Area, one of our regular contributors here on The Inner Life. Father Joseph Ilo, welcome back. Great to have you with us today. Thank you, Chuck. So good to be back on the program about a, a wonderful topic of reading, reading good things. You know, we, uh, we're reading a lot of things these days on the Internet and hearing a lot of things, so we need to make sure we read things that really help us, inspire us, give us hope and joy. Well, I'm looking forward to our conversation as well. And as uh, we do every day, we will open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience uh, to join us. Spiritual reading, how does uh, that impact your journey of faith? And what are you reading now? We'd love to hear about that as well. But uh, Father Joseph, uh, get us started. Uh, Spiritual reading, uh, the good things. I like the way you say that. But uh, what are we talking about when we use the term spiritual reading? It's a broad topic that is... Spiritual reading is not just the Bible and the lives of the saints or the documents of the church or the writings of the saints. It's it's all of that and also just good literature, which we'll get into in a minute. But spiritual reading is reading goodness, truth, and beauty in the written word so that we can believe in that, that the world is good and ordered to the glory of God, and so and, and then practice that in our lives. But first and foremost, spiritual reading is scripture, is the Bible. And I think reading a chapter a day or some scripture every day is the beginning of a healthy reading life, the, really the beginning of a healthy and intellectual life. We all really are called to the intellectual life in some degree in some fashion, not just professors and universities and um, think tanks, but all of us really, God wants us, he's given us intelligence and a keen um, thirst for knowledge so that we should nourish that with regular study, 
we're, we're students all of our lives. So scripture, number one, and you could just use your Bible and read a chapter a day or something like that. There are other devotionals like Magnificat is the one I like the best. The little Magnificat magazine that has the daily scriptures of the mass, but also the scriptures for morning and evening prayer. I think um, the second kind of spiritual reading after we read the Bible would be Lives of the Saints, the biographies of the heroes and heroines of our faith who triumphed over the difficulties. It's really the, the, the work of God's grace in real human lives. So not just short lives of the saints, those are good, like maybe one page Lives of the Saints. Magnificat magazine has a saint of the day every day, a little one-page biography, but also entire books on one saint. For example, one of my favorites is Felix Timmermann's biography of St. Francis of Assisi. It's, it's such an enjoyable read and so inspiring. Or a biography of John Paul II or a biography of Mother Teresa or um, things like that. And then third, I think, writings of the saints. Make sure that you're reading at some point in your spiritual program the writings, what they actually wrote. Uh, For example, St. Francis de Sales wrote Introduction to the Devout Life, which I think is one of the essentials of Catholic spirituality. Or um, Mother Teresa wrote a lot uh, that did never publish a book, but there are anthologies of her what she taught to her own sisters or what she said at noble prize addresses, things like that. And a fourth thing would be magisterial documents, the teachings of the church, beginning with the Catechism of the Catholic Church. I wonder how many of us have actually read the Catechism of the Catholic Church cover to cover or perhaps a section from start to finish to really understand and um, own that topic, like say, pick the section of the Catechism on the Eucharist or the section on maybe the 12th article of the Apostles' Creed in the first section of the Catechism. And then there are other documents, of course, like encyclicals of our popes. My favorite are the encyclicals of John Paul II. He wrote 14 of them and other documents. Documents of Vatican II. So those are just some of the ways that we can nourish our intellects as Christians and Catholics. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, talking about spiritual reading today. Let's uh, open up our phone lines. It's a toll-free uh, phone number if you would like to join us, 888-914-9149. Don't forget you can uh, email us, interlife at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about spiritual reading, when has some spiritual reading made a difference in your life? And uh, what are you reading right now? And uh, what are you learning about your faith? What are you learning about yourself? Toll free again, if you'd like to join us, 888-914-914. Four nine, And so, Father Joseph, of course, we talk about spiritual reading, the mission, the goal. It's really just to help us uh, grow closer to uh, to our Lord Jesus, isn't it? It is. And I, I can't emphasize enough the lives of the saints, reading actual biographies, because when you read about, say, the Curie of Ars, the St. John Vianney, if you're a priest— that is Jesus. You, you, you draw close to him by knowing him. 
we can't love what we don't know. And if you love someone, you want to know all about that person. We know Jesus by getting to know his saints, how he expresses his own Holy Spirit through these men and women. You mentioned to our listening audience that you might want to call in and tell us about a book, some reading that you did that changed your life. One of the books that changed my life, I was a seminarian for the diocese and not sure whether I should be a priest or or even a diocesan priest. But that summer, I was in a parish rectory helping out, and I read a biography of John Vianney, the Curie of Ars, the patron saint of parish priests, a a big, thick biography. It's about 400 pages by a man named Francis Trochu. It's kind of the standard work on his life. And that convinced me. I I was certain that I should be a parish priest after reading that book, after getting Mm -hmm. to know this man and how God blessed the world through this one man in France in the 1840s. Well, so, uh, you mentioned that. I, I, when we talk about the saints, I, we, we often talk about how the saints uh, find you. And I got to tell you, Father Joseph, John Vianney was all over my life, all over. And I couldn't, I mean, everywhere I turned, there was a quote. Somebody said something about him. I mean, it was, I was reading, it was just incredible. And I thought, why in the world would St. John Vianney want to find Chuck Neff, a broadcast journalist? And then somebody said, well, you know, Chuck, you're talking to a priest every day. <laughs> why wouldn't he want to want to find you and uh, help you on the journey? I love St. Uh, Jean-Marie Vianney. I, his story is absolutely incredible. And you're so correct, uh, Father Joseph. The lives of the saints, they do inspire us. They do motivate us. They do call us to be more than who we are. They do, and it's not just reading a book. It's it's getting to know a person, and that person is very much alive. So when you're reading something John Vianney wrote, you he is speaking to you from beyond the grave. He is interceding for you to help you draw closer to the Lord Jesus, to make sense of your life. Another book I read when I was, I think, 12 years old was With God in Russia about it's written by a you know Father Walter Chizik the Chizik, American yeah. Jesuit who uh, was in prison for 15 years in Soviet Russia and that was another uh, I, di- I didn't understand clearly that I should be a priest but I knew that I should die for Christ that I should be willing to go to jail for Christ after I read that book it's never left me that that conviction you know 12 year old boy and it, and he was still alive actually when I was reading that book. He oh, was he really? Uh, passed to, well, yeah, I think you know, he. I, I love that book, and uh, what was so interesting was he's in uh, fifteen years, whatever it was, in a Siberian uh, a camp, um, and uh, everybody thought he was dead. All of the Jesuits thought he had died, and he had not. He survived this. It was amazing. It, it was, and. He, he came back. They had already done masses for his, the repose of his soul. He shows up in New York at JFK Airport on a plane, and, and people are like, you, you, you came back from the dead? And, and then he lived a long life in New York. And yeah, he died a few years ago, and his cause is open for canonization. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a- exciting to talk with, like, with <laughs> you, Chuck, right now about some of these books that have excited us both. It's, it's something like we share and um, – can uh, mutually 
give thanks and, and praise to God for. Well, and then just talk about that a little bit. I mean, I'm feeling it, too, to be able to sit here and, and commiserate and talk about the two books that are uh, two saints that we both know about. But there's an energy in their lives, isn't there? There's an energy that, that really touches our lives in so many ways. It certainly does. In, in a time when we feel isolated, you read these books and you realize, I am part of the communion of saints I'm part of the body of Christ. No one can take that from me. No pandemic, no lockdown, no personal problems. If, even if I have, you know, I go through a divorce or I lose my job or I get really sick or my friends all abandon me, I have these saints in heaven. And we, to read the books, to get to know these men and women is to be with them because they now in heaven transcend time and space. And yeah, even I, just you and I right here on the radio are, are, are part of, we're experiencing that communion of saints by being in communion mm-hmm. with these two men, John Vianney, Walter Chiswick. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, talking about spiritual reading today. What, what are you reading right now, if I might ask? Well, um, I am reading the Confessions of Augustine again as a new translation. And then I, um, every day I read... Uh, the writings of Mother Teresa, it's uh, called Love of Fruit Always in Season. I've been reading that over and over for years. Uh, I'm also starting a book uh, by John Bergsma, the scripture scholar, Jesus and the Dead Sea Scrolls. So I want to keep reading. And then finally, reading about the Bible, always kind of have a one of my fingers in the uh, b- a biblical commentary. And then finally, a friend of mine, a priest friend, was reading a uh, Pope Benedict's Jesus of Nazareth, the uh, infancy narratives. He's, it's a three-volume work, but he was reading the the Advent Christmas volume again, and I realized I haven't I haven't ever read that all the way through. So I picked that up, and I'm committed to reading Pope Benedict's book uh, mm-hmm. for the first. I've read the other two volumes, but I haven't read the Christmas one yet. We are talking today about spiritual reading, and uh, what are you reading right now, and how is it making a difference in your life? And uh, we'd love to hear your story. What are you learning about uh, your faith? What are you learning about yourself? Father Joseph Ilo is our spiritual director. If you would like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll get to some phone calls, but you're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Mark, chapter 4, verses 1 through 20. On another occasion, Jesus began to teach by the sea. A very large crowd gathered around him so that he got into a boat on the sea and sat down. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on land. And he taught them at length in parables, and in the course of his instruction he said to them, Hear this. A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep, and when the sun rose it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it produced no grain. And some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit. It came up and grew, and yielded thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. 
he added, Whoever has ears ought to hear. And when he was alone, those present along with the twelve questioned him about the parables. He answered them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to those outside everything comes in parables, so that they may look and see but not perceive, and hear and listen but not understand, in order that they may not be converted and be forgiven. Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear, Satan comes at once and takes away the word sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground who, when they hear the word, receive it at once with joy, but they have no roots. They last only for a time. Then, when tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Those sown among thorns are another sort. They are the people who hear the word, but worldly anxiety, the lure of riches, and the craving for other things intrude and choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But those sown on rich soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it, and bear fruit thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. You can find all the daily readings at RelevantRadio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at RelevantRadio.com slash Forrester. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Good to have you with us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Neff. Along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, uh, Jim Shaper is answering your phone calls, and Father Joseph Ilo is our spiritual director. Father Joseph, one of our regular contributors, pastor of Star of the Sea Catholic Church, uh, that in the Archdiocese of San Francisco, talking today about spiritual reading. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. You can also email us, life at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about spiritual reading, when has some spiritual reading made a difference in your life? And uh, what are you reading right now? And uh, what are you learning about uh, your faith? What are you learning about your Yourself. Toll free again if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. By the way, if um, you joined us uh, late, uh, don't forget you can hear our podcast of the entire program today. Just go to the website, relevantradio.com, the Inner Life page, and download today's program. And you can really download any of our programs. They're all archived there. And the program is uh, generally available uh, for a download uh, within 30, 40 minutes after we say goodbye at the top of the hour. And then if this program, any of our programs, have given you a little bit of help or a little bit of hope on your journey of faith, uh, tell your family, tell your friends about it. We'd appreciate that as well. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director. Let's uh, head to uh, the phones. And Mercia, listening in Chicago, you are up first. Thank you for the call, and welcome to the program today. Hi. The book that I recommend and have given as gifts many times is the book Joan of Arc by Mark Twain. 
and they always have to order it for me because nobody believes that Mark Twain wrote this book. <laughs> Marisha, that's it, one of my that's one of my favorites. I love that book. I love that book. And, I reread it myself every couple of every couple of years. Uh huh. I it's yeah, so you know, moving and so powerful because it's written in the first person. You feel like you're there. Yeah, yeah. He thought it was his best book. Uh, apparently, I, I mean that's what I read on the cover. The, of, uh, you know, the dust jacket of the my edition is he really thought this was the real Mark Twain. It wasn't the sarcastic Mark Twain or the you know the real intellectual, quick-witted guy, but this was the real Mark Twain. So good choice. Yeah, thank you, Marcia. We appreciate uh, you joining us on the program, talking about spiritual reading. And uh, before I get to another phone call, Father Joseph, I need to ask you, one of the uh, many ministries um, that you've been involved with, uh, you give retreats uh, to St. Teresa of Calcutta's missionaries of charity all around the world. You alluded to uh, Mother Teresa a bit earlier, but uh, in your work with the missionaries of charity with Mother Teresa, how has she inspired you? What have you learned from from her and uh, certainly from uh, her writings? Her writings, now, she she didn't ever write a book. and But in a sense, she's like a doctor of the church. I say like. Uh, Therese of the Child Jesus, after whom she was named, didn't write anything but her own biography, and it really was just a couple of uh, chapters. Uh, and then it became, it was put together later as her autobiography, The Story of a Soul. But she um, communicated her spirituality of the little way, you know, doing small things with great love. And so she became a doctor, an official teacher of the church. And I think Mother Teresa is much in the same way that her teachings, her in, her uh, revelations are uh, contained in a few different kinds of books. And every time I read, I read something she wrote every day, and it it's so simple and deep. It's so obvious when you read it from her. She would ask me to, she would ask her priests to give a retreat and um, we would say, well, we're not prepared. Um, she would be next week at the convent and give a retreat, an eight-day retreat my sister, three talks a day. And <laughs> we would say, well, how? She will just talk about Jesus. Just tell them about God. And that's the way she writes. Just simply tell them about what God has done in your life. So I recommend reading uh, any anthology of Mother Teresa's writings. <laughs> great, uh, great story. <laughs> Tell them about Jesus. There you go. Uh, bottom line for all of us in so many ways. Three Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual <laughs> yeah, Father uh, Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, talking about uh, spiritual reading. Uh, let's uh, take another phone call. Helen, listening in Minneapolis. Uh, thanks for the call. Welcome to the Inner Life. Hi. Thank you so much for this topic. Um, I used to think that spiritual reading would take so much time and you had to have an hour, an hour and a half to do it. And our daughter entered the convent this August, um, the Handmaids of the Heart of Jesus. And um, we were so excited to get her daily schedule and to see what she would be doing every day. And um, one of the first thing that, things that we noticed is that around in the evening, they have 15 minutes of spiritual reading. And um, in the morning, they have a half hour, but I thought, you know, immediately that kind of changed 
my idea of spiritual reading. It, it doesn't have to be this huge amount of time to sit down, 15 minutes a day, and you can get through a lot, and um, it can really inspire your life. Yeah, 15 minutes. Uh, St. John Paul, the, or sorry, St. John the 23rd said that every Catholic should spend 15 minutes a day reading the Bible or some kind of spiritual reading. So I, I think you can do it in 15 minutes a day, really. Yeah. Yeah, good insight, Helen. Uh, thanks uh, for joining us. And, you know, again, I think sometimes maybe we make uh, a spiritual reading uh, bigger than it has to be. 15 minutes? I mean, can't we, Father Joseph, all find 15 minutes in the day to do some spiritual reading? We can, and we don't try not to think of it as an obligation, but something you look forward to. Like you look forward to dinner, you look forward to watching your favorite program on TV. So look forward to reading, say, pick a biography of a saint that fascinates you. And um, consistency is the main thing, that I'm going to build this into my schedule and uh, make it a habit of it so that I'm, I look forward to it without even thinking too much about it. Uh, I anticipate uh, spending some some pleasurable time with either the Word of God or a saint or, or something like some writing yeah. of a saint. Yeah, and then watch what happens. Watch what happens. Let's uh, take another phone call. Patricia listening in Connecticut. Thank you for the call. Nice to have you on the program today. Patricia, are you there? Well, Nick, let's uh, put that uh, line on hold, and let's see if she's there, and we'll see if we can get her on the program. But let's head to uh, DeSoto, Texas. Uh, Pat is uh, listening there. Hi, Pat. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Father Aiello, you're so right. I love, to, I love to look forward to my 20 minutes a day of reading. I tell Google to set a timer. Hey, Google, tell me 20 minutes on the timer, and I'll read my book. <laughs> so anyway, I'm reading a book on Maxwell Colby right now, and I'm reading a book, 33 Days to Morning Glory, which is a do-it-yourself retreat, which, oh, it's just glorious. And I'm reading a book, I, you left out a couple of categories that I really love, like church history and apologetics. Oh, yeah. I'm reading a book mm-hmm. called Apostasy That Wasn't. Hmm. It's a really good book. I jumped Who's right into it, and I thought, this sounds like it's going to be awful. Yo, I knew you'd say that. I'm driving around, I'm mm. so sorry. I pulled over, but... I forgot. It's the apostasy that wasn't. It starts off with an... Uh, Antony goes into the desert. The hermit Antony, the red-headed hermit, goes into the desert. And then... Anis, or Anis, oh, heavens to Betsy. I can't remember. It's been that stupid. But it's just a Rod wonderful Bennett. story. Oh, my goodness. Rod Bennett oh, thank the you. author. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book. It's very good. I'm not, I'm not a history... My husband is, but I'm not a real super history buff. But my goodness gracious, it's a great book. You jump right into it. Oh, neat. Really, yeah. really neat. I, it's, and I it love looks like historical... And I think Mark Twain... Oh, pardon me. Oh, no, go ahead, Pat. Book about, Mark Twain's book about Joan of Arc is absolutely glorious. She's so right. I forget the lady that said that, uh, said that, but oh, my goodness, what a book. That was a good book. Mm-hmm. I'll just say also the, the history you, you brought out. Mark Twain... Is really it's a history book because it's it's a any life of a saint is a history. It's about things that really happened, and we don't know enough about church history. And so one of the ways to learn history is through the saints, but also just as you say, read 
like a book on the history of the first five centuries of the church or something like that, or history of Second Vatican Council. Very important. Yeah. Pat, thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, appreciate uh, you taking time. Let's uh, head back to Connecticut, see if we can get Patricia on the band. Uh, made the connection. Uh, well, <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for all the great job that you all do to help us to grow in, in, in our spiritual life. And I would like you to, well, actually, I want to comment also in one of your calls. Thank God we have uh, technology who can help us to to also, you know, be able to learn about the life of these things uh, without reading. I have to drive a long, uh, you know, long period distance from work and home. So I usually listen to some of the books in my phone. Uh, and they're very helpful. They're very good. Um, but one of the books that I'm reading right now that has been helping me a lot to appreciate the faith um, is uh, the title. It's actually in Spanish because my um, nationality is, is Hispanic. So, and this is a book that I, I want to recommend for all of those who also speak Spanish because I know that you have a, a long, um, you know, many people who, who do speak Spanish. So uh, this is a great book to learn about the faith. The title is um, Martis, Martis, Martires and Perseguidores, which is like Martyrs and Persecutors by uh, Alfonso Ropero. Uh, this book uh, tells about the life of the martyrs who give up their lives for the faith and has been enlightening me a lot to uh, appreciate my faith and how these uh, first Christians were you know, completely uh, willing to to give up their lives just for the faith, and and it has been, you know, a great um, it has been a great book at least to me, um, and, and I want to share that. And of, of course, you know, the Bible, the Bible has been very, you know, very true. It has to be always in, in our in our night table. That's thank you, Patricia, and for pointing out the Bible as well that. All the other books are fascinating, and, and this is kind of like a book club we're having on the air today. Everybody's excited about what we're reading and sharing that. But make sure the Bible is first. Make sure you're getting some scripture every day. As you say, it's on your night table. Yeah. Patricia, thanks uh, for joining us, and she brings up uh, the martyrs. I, I know for me, and uh, was a listener a couple of uh, years ago, actually brought my attention to a Jesuit priest, Father Alfred Delp. And uh, he was a German priest uh, during World War II, imprisoned by the Nazis, convicted of treason, and actually hanged for uh, the alleged crimes. And um, he writes from prison, uh, Father Joseph, uh, in handcuffs, and the writings were smuggled out of uh, prison and put into a book. And it's uh, his whole premise, which I just keep thinking about, is our entire life is an advent. It's all about waiting, and uh, all of us are going to meet the Lord one day, whether we're ready or not, and it's just been uh, an incredible experience for me to jump into the life of of this. uh, uh, He's not a saint. I know there's uh, some cause out there, but Father Alfred Delp, a Jesuit Mm -hmm. priest hanged for Mm -hmm. uh, the crime of treason uh, in Berlin back in uh, early 1945, 
And uh, actually on February 2nd, which I meditate about as well, the Feast of the Presentation, it's like this uh, this uh, Jesuit priest was hanged and presented to God uh, mm. through the through the hanging on the Feast of the Presentation. I'm just so amazed at how this, this man I had never heard about, uh, he's mm. just kind of like all over my life again, like Father Jean-Marie Vianney. And uh, I've um, I've got three books on him, and I'm just kind of making my way through it to learn more about it. But it's to uh, Patricia's point: the lives of the martyrs and these saints—they're so inspiring, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met another German Jesuit. Just I was um, studying in Germany one summer, uh, and I I just walking in Munich, and I came upon this uh, a sign on a building that said, "This is where Rupert Meyer uh, died. He was a." died at the uh, same year as uh, Father Depp, 1945, hanged by the Nazis. And so I started reading a little bit about him, and it's like suddenly you, you, you meet this person, you, you feel like you've known all your life, and he's opening up certain wellsprings of uh, inspiration, of joy, of hope in your life, that nothing could get these men down. The, the martyrs the men and women who preferred, they went joyfully to their deaths knowing that they were, they were dying, they were, going, they were entering paradise. Uh, so they inspire us that nothing bad can really happen to us. Nothing can touch us. That's, if we don't read the lives of the martyrs, we won't believe that. So yes, very good point that Patricia made. Yeah. Patricia, thanks uh, for joining us on the program today. Father Joseph Ilo is our spiritual director talking today about spiritual reading. What are you reading right now? And as you think about your journey of faith, spiritual reading, how has that made a difference in your life and uh, in your faith? We'd love to hear the story. And if you'd like to join us, uh, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And welcome back. Father Joseph Ilo is our spiritual director. Father Joseph, one of our regular contributors, pastor of Star of the Sea Catholic Church, that in the Archdiocese of San Francisco, talking today about spiritual reading. And we'll get to some more phone calls here in just a moment. But uh, how is uh, spiritual reading helping you in your journey of faith? And what are you reading right now? We'd love to hear your story. And uh, by the way, just a reminder, I think uh, maybe you all know that uh, the National March for Life uh, is not going to be taking an taking place in person this year, um, but we are going to be promoting and having a virtual online gathering this Friday. But um, just because we can't do all of this in person doesn't mean that we can't make an impact for life and for the end of legalized abortion. So we're asking you, inviting you to join thousands of others in praying and fasting this Friday. And uh, all you have to do is go to relevantradio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Click on the Fast for Life banner, sign up, 
Let us know how you will be praying and fasting for an end to abortion in the United States. And again, we're going to be doing that uh, this Friday, uh, the 29th. So when you sign up, you'll find out uh, more information on how to fast and ideas for fasting alternatives. And again, just go to the website, click on the banner Fast, uh, Fast for Life banner. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, let's head uh, back to the phones. And Sandy, listening in New York City, thank you for the call. Welcome to the program today. Uh, hi, thank you for having me. Um, I would like to share, a few years ago, my niece gave me the diary of St. Christina. And uh, have changed my life in a way that um, my relationship with Christ, um, Jesus Christ is closer. Uh, and also had motivated me to create a uh, Divine Mercy group that we are right now um, open. We have a page on the Internet that people can get and pray. And hopefully we're going to go back and visit in houses once, you know, we're able to, the searches are down and we've got to be able to go outside. My relation with Jesus uh, you, you were mentioning the Bible, that we should read the Bible, and I was lacking on that. And amazingly, through the diary, it's just connecting me to His mercy, which is established already in the Bible. Yes, the lives of the saints, and I'm glad you brought that up, Sandy. Uh, Sister Faustina, her diary is a good book to read, but it always leads us back to Scripture. And as of course, scripture leads us back to the Eucharist. So um, if you read the lives of the saints or the writings of the saints, you will naturally be directed back to the scriptures. Now, sometimes we don't read the scriptures, even though we're reading other things. So we have to make that conscious decision to come back to the Bible. But certainly the, the saints will always prompt us to go back to the holy word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sandy, uh, you bring up uh, an interesting point for me, uh, Father Joseph. Uh, the Diary of St. Faustina for me has been about a 15 to 20 year project. Mm. <laughs> I am still making my way through it. it the, it's so deep for me. I got to uh, one early in the, in the diary. She says something that about, I, I, I spent, uh, I talked with Jesus in profound silence. Mm. <laughs> I thought, wow, talking with Jesus in profound silence. I mean, I literally have been sitting with that, and I'm moving on from that. But it's just the insights and, and the beauty and the power of these very simple words are so extraordinary and, and life-changing, to uh, Sandy's point, life-changing and life-giving, aren't they? Yes, they are. Now, a good point comes up here. I've also tried to read her sister Faustina's diary start to finish, and it's been starts and stops for me over about three years, too. It's funny how we have those things in common. But not every book is for every person. And so people get discouraged. They try to read something, especially a big, thick book like the diary, and they conk out and they just give up on spiritual reading. Well, if something doesn't, Main, retain your attention or your uh, your energy, find another book. F- uh, often I have I give people a book, a directee, a spiritual directee, a book, and 
next month we meet, the month, the following month, and the person hasn't made much progress, I said, well, stop reading it and, and get something else. Here, try this. So there's so much great literature that we can't uh, let ourselves get bogged down if uh, we, we get stuck in a book. Just, um, you know, go to something else. Yeah. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director, another phone call. Julie, listening in Burlington, Wisconsin. Thank you uh, for joining us today. Hello. I love listening to your program, Chuck. Thank you for doing it. Well, thank um, you. Yeah. We have, um, I've I moved, I started a book club 15 years ago, and it was a secular book club. I love to read. And um, then we moved to uh, Burlington, and I've met uh, some women in this community. And I thought, what a good way to meet people is to start a book club. And so I started a book club here, a Catholic book club, and that's we, we read Catholic books. And now I can't even read secular books anymore. I recently, like within a, the, the, a month ago, I had to quit uh, the book club. So I just can't stand to read the books. <laughs> so um, some of the books that we've read in our book, in the Catholic Book Club, um, uh, Fulfillment of All Desires by Ralph Martin was one of my favorites. Um, it's a tough one uh, to read. It's, it's a, um, but he talks about, uh, you know, uh, the saints and how we can learn through the saints. Um, and it's a challenge. I mean, it really challenges your spiritual life. And currently we're reading A Church in Crisis by Ralph Martin. Uh, not that we just read all Ralph Martin books, but the, uh, A Church in Crisis Pathways Forward. And it's very good. Um, so, but we've read things like The Flame of Love about Elizabeth Kindleman, and we did the whole Cynicals. Um, and uh, I also started a Young Moms book club in our community, and it's very small right now, but I'm hoping it'll grow because I think it's the best way. I, I feel so much smarter since I started reading spiritual books. And I can actually um, not walk, but I can not just that, but I can talk it too. Um, but uh, we have a book of, with the, I just started with a young mom group called Rescued, The Unexpected and Extraordinary News of the Gospel by Father John Ricardo. And that was just done in uh, 2022. So these, these books that I like to read these books that are really talking to about um, how we can move through the difficult times that we're living through right now. That's, that's good, Julie. You bring up another point that we also should nourish ourselves with contemporary authors, both uh, fiction and nonfiction. There are some really good uh, fiction authors. I think of uh, Michael O'Brien has published a lot of novels through uh, Ignatius Press. But then there's the apologetics and the commentaries on the current situations, uh, like Ralph Martin is one of those. And, and others, apologetics like Trent Horn, I think I would recommend him, and others who speak about, uh, and they make sense of what we're going through right now. Very important. Yeah. Thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, let's uh, take another phone call. Marlene, listening in Minnesota, thank uh, you for the, joining us on The Inner Life today. Hi, thank you for your taking my call. But I just want, with Father Joe, he should be really pushing the consecration to St. Joseph. Uh, the Wonders of the Spiritual Father by Father Calloway, Father mm. Donald Calloway. Right. Oh, it is a beautiful, it's a novena. I and I have gotten a group of ladies involved, and they've all fallen in love with St. Joseph. He has been a wonderful earthly man for us. And a wonderful example to follow. Yes, no, you're I right. Just needed to uh, share that message. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, 
I actually led a consecration with Father Calloway's book for my parish last year. I wrote a, I wrote something, a little reflection of mine on every day of the 33 days. And I'm going to do it again this year because, of course, it's the year of St. Joseph. So thank you for pointing that out. And I highly recommend Father Calloway's book, uh, just St. Joseph. Um, also, somebody mentioned uh, Father Gately's book, 33 Days of Morning Glory. That's a beautiful way to consecrate ourselves to Our Lady. And finally, if you'll permit me, I'm also leading a consecration to the, the, to the guardian angel study. There's a, a group called Opus Angelorum, and they've written a book on consecration to, the, to your own guardian angel. And that's really taken off in my parish. About 130 mm. people are coming once a month for that class and reading the book. So to, to consecrate ourselves means to read about a saint and read how we can form an alliance, a covenant with that saint or, or the angel to, uh, to be closer to Christ and to win souls for Christ. Yeah. Thanks uh, for the call. Let's uh, take one more phone call at least. Uh, Barb listening in Wisconsin, thank you uh, for joining us on The Inner Life today. Hello. Yes, I'll make this quick. There's two books that the first one that really brought me back to the faith is it was by an apologetic whose last name was Strobel. I don't remember his first name, but the book was called A Case for Christianity. Really turned me around, changed everything. And then I read, then I decided to start reading the Bible more, but that was kind of hard. So I bought the Bible for Dummies, which just I refer to all the time. So those are, are my two. And just one more that really that is fiction, but it, but if you're having a hard time forgiving someone of the worst, worst things, the book called The Shack was just powerful for me, too. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Barb. The, you know, The Case for Christianity, um, C.S. Lewis wrote a book called The Case for Christianity also. And uh, don't forget C.S. Lewis, J.R. Tolkien. Uh, they're not... Um, Lewis didn't ever become Catholic, but he's very close to it. So there are some real classics. Chesterton, uh, Chesterton's biography of St. Francis and, and his biography of St. Thomas Aquinas or, or of his other commentaries, um, What's Wrong with the World or The Everlasting Man. These are very important for us to read, and we have a lot of time to do it. So that is, we have a lot of years on earth. and So don't forget some of these great classic authors of the Catholic tradition. Yeah, Lee Strobel, by the way, is the author of The Case for Christianity. I enjoyed that, too, when I read that some years ago. Mm -hmm. And a uh, listener couldn't stay on the line, but uh, just wondering, uh, Father Joseph, when we talk about spiritual reading, is it okay to do spiritual reading in adoration? It is. Now, adoration, if you make a holy hour before the Blessed Sacrament, we should spend some time, as you mentioned, Chuck, Speaking to God in silence. How did how did uh, Sister Faustina put it? She said, uh, sp- "Speaking to Jesus in profound silence." Right. So there should be some of that profound silence during the holy hour, but it's also depending on you know your state, your position in life, or your your temperament. It's good also to bring a book. And so let's say you spend an hour before the Blessed Sacrament. I think spiritual reading could be 15 minutes of that or 20 minutes or 30 minutes even. But we should spend some time in 
profound silence as well, yeah. a good amount of time in silence. Yeah, and an email, Father Joseph, from uh, Chris in Milwaukee. Thanks, Chris. Just reminding us about the Liturgy of the Hours. Yes, of course, priests make a vow to pray that five times a day, but it's very good for lay people. In my parish, we have morning and evening prayer publicly, and a lot of lay people come to pray with the priests. So if you don't um, have a Liturgy of the Hours, a breviary, you could buy one. And again, the Magnificat magazine has a shortened form of morning and evening prayer, but essentially it's a psalm and, and then a, and a reading from another part of the Bible or three psalms. Um, yeah. Maybe well, twice a and, day. Yeah, we talk about spiritual reading. It is so rich. We heard stories today from so many of you calling in with uh, uh, book recommendations and ideas and listening to your own respective stories of how spiritual reading has enriched your faith. Thank you for doing all of that. But um, Father Joseph, in the minute or so we have left before we have to wrap things up, somebody listening today is sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, I really should do that. I should do more of it. Any advice, any counsel for somebody listening today in terms of how uh, maybe to enter more deeply into spiritual reading? Well, here's your homework to um, <laughs> Lent is coming up. Ash Wednesday is just two weeks away or so, three weeks away. And make a resolution for Lent to include some spiritual reading in your day, uh, maybe 15 minutes a day, and then choose a book and say, I will finish this book within the 40 days of Lent. And so that's how to get started with a spiritual reading if you're not doing it, or maybe to add another book in. So choose a book for Lent and be consistent. Yeah, and then we we think about, I just am going back to the lives of the saints and certainly these great uh, holy men and women. Uh, When we read their lives, they're just like us, for heaven's sakes. I mean, (laughs) uh, they're they're human, but but the heroic virtue, the the encouragement that we find in their stories, the, the challenges that they provide for us to live our faith in a deeper way. It's um it's just a great source of really a companion almost on, on the journey we're on. That's right. I, I would say the saints are just like us, but even more so. And so they're they're just deeper and, and more vibrant than than most of us. But essentially human like us. I would also recommend Ignatius Press, my old employer. I worked for Ignatius Press years ago. But they have a lot of saints' lives in their catalog on their website and a lot of other books as well. All recommended. Father Joseph Ilo, our spiritual director. Time to wrap things up. And, Father, as you know, we like to close the hour with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Through the intercession of all the saints and all the angels, may the blessing of Almighty God be with all of our listeners and all of us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Joseph Ilo, thanks so much. Always a pleasure to have you on the program. Just a reminder, if you joined us late, uh, great show today. Download the podcast. It'll be up in about 30 minutes or so uh, on uh, the Inner Life page at RelevantRadio.com. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass here in about 60 seconds, and we are back again tomorrow, and we hope to see you then.